The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Lauren Rotuno about her wedding at Disney's Wedding Pavilion with a reception at the St. Augustine Ballrooms in the Grand Floridian Convention Center. I thought you guys would be interested to hear about how she chose these locations and how she planned everything pre-COVID and how it all turned out. So welcome, Lauren. Hi, Carrie. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm great. Thanks so much for being on the show today. Can we start at the very beginning and talk about how you and your fiance decided you wanted to have a Disney wedding? Well, Matt and I, we first met in 2007, and we started dating in 2007. My family and I have always been huge Disney fans. We go every year. It's a staple in our home. Being with Matt, our first trip, we had just missed it, but we were still dating young. In 2008, he came the first time with us. It was his first trip also. He fell in love with it instantly. He couldn't wait for the next trip. We actually did a mini trip in between then, which I haven't done. We usually do the once a year thing. We started going twice a year with him. He loved it so much. So when we got engaged, we got engaged, actually New Year's night, 2018, midnight, dropped to one knee. We got engaged. It was never spoke of before where he wanted to get married, but it was instant where he looked at me and he said, you want to get married in Disney, don't you? I'm like, do do we? He goes, yeah, we do. Let's do it. So it, it came to us just like, it's so naturally. We both love Disney, everything about it. It's so magical. Why not get married there? <laughs> That's wonderful. Now, how did your friends and family react when they found out that's where the wedding was going to be? Oh, they that it's it's, an, it's such a Lauren and Matt thing. They they knew what we were going to do. They knew it was coming, and they were right on board. They everybody in my family just knows how much we love Disney, and they are all on board. They are ready to go. Coming near and far. I had family come from Canada, from from Brooklyn, New York. I had family come from near and far. They drove, they flew, and they they were there. They they knew, and they came. I'm so happy. I'm so happy they were there. <laughs> That's wonderful. How many guests did you invite and how many were able to make the trip? So our original headcount was at 110 and we had 88. It was a perfect number. It was, wasn't too crazy, wasn't too big, but it was enough to be like that perfect reception without going. I, I, if I had a cat here in Brooklyn, New York, I'm sure I would have had at least 200, but I was able to get the people I wanted there and, it, you know, <laughs> we had the good party. <laughs> did you set up a room block for your guests? We did. We had three different resorts. We chose the Grand Floridian as our deluxe. We love the Grand Floridian. You think of Disney, you think of the Grand Floridian. It's glorious, it's magical, it's beautiful. So Grand Floridian was one of them. And some some guys actually did go with it. And I was surprised some people did because you never know you're coming down for a wedding, but some people splurged. Coronado Springs was our moderate. 
we've stayed there before. It's a beautiful resort. It's it's just, Disney does cheap shop nowhere. Coronado's gorgeous. We chose that. A few guests stayed there as well. And our value, we chose Pop Century. To be honest, when we go down, we go down so frequently down now, Pop Century is usually our go-to. There's nothing value about it, to be honest with you. We love Pop Century. It's clean. It's quick. It's cheap. So many of our guests stay there, and everybody loved it. That's wonderful. Now, how did you choose the day of the week and time of day for your wedding? To be honest, with, when it came down to the time of the day and the week, it honestly came down to numbers. And not I'm not saying numbers per head-wise, because that obviously made a difference, too. But when Disney asks you the days you want to get married, you give them the three days. I believe I gave them the 2nd, 12th, and 25th. The 2nd was just a number I looked on the calendar. I'm like, what are you going to do? My birthday is actually the 9th. And not that it mattered. I wanted, I didn't, It never mattered to me to get married near my wedding. But it was February, and we usually go in February for my birthday. We know how the weather would be. So we opt for February. It's going to be perfect. The 12th, we chose. It's actually my parents' dating anniversary. And that number is actually, obviously, the date is special to us. Because without my parents starting a date, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> so we love the 12th. And the 25th is actually my grandfather's birthday. He passed. But it, it seems special to have it on that day. So I chose those dates. They I came back and told us, you know, the 12th works at, at noon. Would you like it? Absolutely. My parents' dating anniversary, we jumped on it. I always wanted to get married at noon. It just seems like the perfect time of the day. The church bells ring at 12. The doors open. It's perfect. I loved it. We did it. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> so the as far as the, the day of the week goes, the way I looked at it was if you're in Disney, you're on vacation. Wednesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Friday. When you're on vacation, you're not going to work the next day. That's how I look at it. And, you know, that's what it comes down to, honestly, too. So we did save money there. So we chose Wednesday. It was the middle of the week. So if some people came in. They started the week with us, left right after the wedding. Some came the day before, stayed for the weekend. It just seemed like that middle of the week where you could make more of it than just the weekend and go home back to work. And that's what a lot of people did. So it came down to, to be honest, was the price point and the time. It was just, I just loved everything about it. It's just the 12 o'clock bells went off when we had their ceremony. Beauty and the Beast came on. Oh, it was perfect. <laughs> that's wonderful. Now, how did you choose your ceremony and reception venues? The ceremony, I don't want to use the, the cliche and say, oh, I knew when I was a little girl, I wanted to get married at the wedding pavilion. I grew up in a, in a big Catholic family, and I, I was pictured in a church. My maternal and fraternal grandparents passed away, unfortunately, and they weren't able to be there. Had they been around, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have even thought about having a Disney wedding. But being with, with that said, that the fact that they couldn't go there and I could have done anything and gone anywhere, while I wish they would have been here, honestly... But we chose the pavilion because it's just, it's the wedding pavilion. It's gorgeous. It's alone without decoration or floral. It is phenomenal. Everything about it. My, my guests talk about it to this day. What a beautiful space it was. Oh, it was so gorgeous. It's so clean. It's so kept the, with the castle in the background. It's, it's just exude. It's magical. And it's everything about it is just love. You just get there and you the feeling. It's just amazing. I loved everything about that. That's what we chose there. But as for the reception goes, I wanted that classic reception. I wanted to be like that ballroom without it feeling like convention center. Because to be honest, when we went to go look at the venue space, it was set up for convention. I wanted to completely redo the room and make it look like a regular venue as if we would have got married here in Brooklyn. And we did it up and it was just beautiful. I wanted to keep it that standard, you know, ceremony, reception, you know, bang it out. I, I, while I also would have loved to do something in the parks, but I wanted to do a keep it simple and traditional. And I loved it. <laughs> did you use any outside vendors for your event we did we used greenery production for our floral I, we did save a lot of money there to be honest it came through i believe recommendation on, on the facebook site 
they did my bridal bouquet, the bridesmaids, the groomsmen's boutonniere, my mother and mother-in-law's corsages. They did the centerpieces for the table, my sweetheart table. They did it all. We, we did save a lot there. We also used Orlando wedding and party rentals. We used them for our chairs. We saved about half on the chairs with them. Our high back love seat. That was a staple. I didn't even know I wanted that till I saw it. And it was gorgeous. We went with them and they did our drapings. I saved at least half by using their drapings, but there's a whole story that goes <laughs> along with that draping. I don't know if we want to go into all of it, but uh, there's a whole story with that draping and it, it, it gave me a uh, high blood pressure for <laughs> Let's do it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm assuming I see people go with outside vendors constantly. So they do that. I, I know people have used Orlando wedding and party rentals prior. And I'm not sure how, you know, on the wedding planning side of it, if they need to have a permit every time or the fact maybe it was a new year and no one had done the draping yet. They didn't have the 2020 draping permit. So what it came down to was she emailed my wedding planner, Carol Meeks. She was perfect. She was wonderful, wonderful lady. And they said, that you could go ahead and have the draping, although we need to have the fire department approve it. And I said, is this something they do with everybody? I'm like, they do weddings all week long, you know, seven days a week. Is this, they need my, you know, permit now. Long story short, they didn't get the permit for my draping. We left on the fifth. They got the draping permit on the third. Mm-hmm. It went that long. And I was almost just had bare walls. And I honestly didn't want the bare walls. It looked like convention space to me. <laughs> and, I came down to the nail biting moment where it came through, came, oh, it was perfect. I, I, but to the last minute, it drove me insane. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know how it works but if it does go that crazy or if it does go that long or if everybody needs a permit. Literally, to nine days before my wedding, I got the permit. Wow. Okay. So then, other than that, how did it work with the outside vendors? Was it easy to work with Greenery Productions for the floral? They were easy to work with. They were phenomenal. They were great. Only thing I have to say with them is they didn't disclose the beginning, and it was actually part of my contract. I was looking at it before too, just to like get my numbers and you know in a row or see if I needed to talk about anything. My plan was to move the floral for the aisle to duplicate them, obviously, and make them my centerpieces as well. And then my tabletop would have also been my sweetheart table, and they had noted that in here and everything. Although nobody can touch the wedding pavilion besides Disney floral, right. and we didn't know that. Everything they quoted us, they said we could move it, it's not a problem. I get an email to about maybe two, three weeks before my wedding saying, Oh, Lauren, unfortunately, we cannot move the floor. If you like it there, you'd have to buy a separate for here. They only Disney can touch the wedding pavilion that they blindsided me with that one, and I didn't see that coming. I had to call Carol, set up old new floor with them. I had to purchase separate floral, which I ended up having extra. So, if you see my pictures, there's a couple like on the Roman tables, there's three centerpieces, there's meant to be two. Because I, I ended up buying four high top for my runners because I didn't want it to just be, you know, just the pedals on the floor. I wanted more. I wanted the high lows in the middle of the aisle. And we ended up buying four more extras just so it made something. And they blindsided us with that one. But besides that, they're very pleasant to work with, but they it was upsetting. That is interesting because they've been working with Disney for years. And Disney has had this rule about no outside vendors in the wedding pavilion for years. So that's weird that they didn't know about that. Exactly. And when Carol brought that to my attention, I was like, I saw this name. I found it on the Facebook group. It was recommended. You would think they would know, but she goes, it might be a, a new employee. Maybe they didn't know. Maybe she didn't bring it to their attention. She goes, but nobody could touch the wedding pavilion besides Disney's floral. And I wish I had known sooner because I would have just kept all my pavilion floral straight through Disney. I ended up doing with them. They did beautiful work, very short notice, but I wish I knew. Interesting. Okay. Now, did you add any kind of entertainment to your reception? 
for a reception, we had DJ JW Yeager. He was so amazing. He kept my family on the dance floor. When he asked for our list, I put together a list of all of our family favorites that we usually use on barbecues and, you know, get-togethers we always do. What's funny is I didn't want to include any of the, you know, like the group dancing. Like, I didn't do the electric slide or the Cotton Eye Joe. And I did it for a reason. My cousin actually went up there and asked him to play the Cupid Shuffle. And he's like, oh, no, it's on the no, not, no playlist. And he's like, it's not on the no playlist. And, I, you know, when you put those songs on at a wedding or a party, it kind of takes people off the floor. Like, you know, like if I don't want an electric slide, I'm going to leave. And you know, it's funny, it kept everybody on the floor all night long. That's the only thing I did. <laughs> it's silly to say it, but it, that's what I did. I kept people on the floor. He was phenomenal. Any entertainment-wise, I didn't do anything else besides just the DJ because I wanted to keep it like a basic wedding like I would have at home. The Mickey and Minnie to come, I would have loved it, but it wasn't where I wanted to put my money, to be honest. So we kept the entertainment just that. I left it at a DJ, and it was, in my opinion, more than enough. Everybody's still ranting and raving. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Now, do you have any menu items or cake flavors from the reception you can recommend? Oh, my. So when we did our planning session, my, my mother and my husband, we all three of us went, and we had chose our cake. We actually was at, we went to the the Bridal Expo the year prior. We went to the 2019, so we tried some of the new flavors then of the cakes. So the cakes we chose, it was a three-tiered cake. It was the Radiance cake that Disney's, Disney offers. It's a gorgeous cake. It's got bling all over it. It's gorgeous. So the top tier was Funfetti with a raspberry mousse. It was the most buttery, delicious, melt-in-your-mouth cake that I've ever had. And it's, you know, it's funny you say, oh, Funfetti sounds like a little kid's cake. The Funfetti cake, the way they made it with this raspberry mousse, it just complemented each other so well. So we had a top tier of that. The middle was red velvet cream cheese because that's just one of our favorites. We had to throw that in there. And then we did a third layer of the Funfetti and raspberry mousse. Everybody, the cake went, and then some people were still asking for some more did the three tiers and then we did that sheet cake they recommend we had no cake left so we had just our top tier that we take home to cut over to cut a year later it all went it was delicious it was absolutely delicious that was the cake for dinner we had we chose everything as well and we tried it prior but what we loved the most it was the roasted french cut chicken breast stuffed with prosciutto spinach and fontina cheese with fire roasted tomato cooey roasted marble potatoes with rosemary thyme and garlic and the vegetables were zucchini eggplant portobello mushrooms sweet peppers and the tricolor cauliflower delicious everything their chefs do not disappoint it's a culinary experience it's absolutely delicious we had chicken steak and fish everyone still talks about the food it was delicious and for our cocktail hour we had shrimp macaroni cheese bites the deviled eggs matt loved those we had those all the food was exceptional it's absolutely delicious now, being from New York, did you feel pressure to supply a ton of appetizers at the cocktail hour? Because I know Disney doesn't usually do that. You do because you, know, you go to these cocktail hours like in, in New York, like you say, and then they have the stations, the pork, the carving, the, the fresh pizza. You do feel like that. But, you know, I feel like when you're coming to a Disney wedding and you're coming to a state that's not your own, you kind of, I don't want to say you don't expect it, but you kind of get what you know you're getting. And they did keep everything full and fresh and even though they just do the five stations it's just delicious and you're only in there for an hour you know that was my whole thing I'm like I'm not gonna go crazy it's an hour it's just a little taste of what you're gonna get inside because we knew we tasted those meals and how good that's gonna be so it's just a little nibble so I was like you know what it is what it is it's it's delicious they'll enjoy it and there was no complaints I mean who's gonna complain <laughs> <laughs> did you guys add a dessert party or a welcome party we didn't do a dessert or welcome party although the day before with about my wedding party and then maybe about 10, 15 friends. We did a rehearsal luncheon. We did it at Splitsville in Disney Springs. And I didn't want to do it. It's a traditional rehearsal 
So I wanted to keep it like fun and, you know, upbeat. We rented the floor, the second floor in Splitsville, and it was completely private. And we had a whole big buffet. And it's it was four pizza stations, four slider stations, make your own nachos, french fries, chicken tenders. They loved it. I mean, I had family that came that day. Whoever was available and free that were in Disney at the time, they came. And whoever wasn't there yet, you know, it wasn't no big deal. But that was kind of our, like, our pre-party, I want to say. And everyone loved it. They still talk about it. We had the whole second floor. There was maybe 12 bowling lanes going. We had family here who was playing pool. The whole second and the bar was going. It, it was, oh, my God, it was so much fun. I can't wait to do it again when we go back. Now, can you give my listeners a timeline of how your wedding day ran? My day began at 530. We stayed at the Grand Floridian, my mother, my sister, and I, which is actually a funny story with that, too. So what we did was our room block was met. So we had the night that was given and then an, a bonus night. So we upgraded our bonus night and for the wedding the night before, and we upgraded it to a suite. And it wasn't one of the DVC suites where you see some of the girls getting ready and they're, you know, looking over at the pavilion the night before. We upgraded to a deluxe suite. It was on the opposite side. It was in the Conchkey building. And I, I, I never stayed, we, to be honest, we never stayed at the Grand Florida before. And I knew I wanted to be there for my wedding and just enjoy it. So I thinking conch key deluxe suite no that sounds beautiful how who could go how could it go wrong so we go to check in and that was the night of our rehearsal we go to check in about six o'clock and i'm at the front desk the gentleman helping us said this reservation there's something wrong with it and i'm i'm here having you know i'm nervous i have all my clothes i have my dress everything on on the on the thing how do you have my reservation i pulled it up from our room block coordinator and he pulls it up goes in the back manager's office comes back there's two people working on the case now he goes oh no we have it don't worry and we're going to upgrade you too. And I'm looking at it and she's quoting me the price. And I said, okay, good. And we're here, my mother, my sister, and I, we're going to split it, you know, splurge a little bit. It's beautiful. I think it was going to be about 600. And then we were doing what, maybe two something each. And then he goes to run my card and he goes, okay, perfect. 5340. And I said, I said, I still have a big balance on it. I said about 600. He goes, no, no, your balance is 5,340. I said, oh, I said, oh, no, it's not. <laughs> I get it. Just like you, I completely guessed. He ran the card. I said, <gasps> these people at the Grand Floridian must think, yeah, I, we had the money in there. We were, you know, because we, we had all the wedding, everything going on. He ran the card. I had to call Chase right then and there. He had to go into the back manager's office where you see them all scattering around. They, oh my God. I had a $5,700 a room night that they <gasps> upgraded to us for free. I'm telling you, this is a $6,000 a night room that they did it on a glitch and they honored the $600 price for it. I, I have I have the pictures for it. I should have to send it to you. They it's I I'm ta- I kid you not. Maybe the Rock or the Queen stayed next door because this was a three bedroom suite. I'm talking living room, and we and we got up. You know, we upgraded to the concierge area. So here we are. We think, okay, good. Let's take advantage of. It. <laughs> we go to the concierge. We get the free cupcakes, the free chips, the the sodas, and we're like, yeah, let's take a couple sodas back to them so we could get you know, when we're at night fixing everything left. So. We go back to, and we must look crazy, you know, like, oh, look at these ones taking soda. <laughs> and <laughs> back to the room. We go to the room. It's a three, the, the suite, the suite itself had three entrances. You could go through three doors. It's a giant living room. There's three huge bathrooms. There's a living room that, ha- the living room, the fridge came stocked. It was full of soda, full of snacks. There was Ghirardelli chocolate, the fresh flowers in every room. I'm talking a whole living room with a whole dining room table and three master bedrooms. It was, and I'm t- I'm talking deluxe Grand Floridian suite. And it, it, it was phenomenal the night before. 
So the next morning when my bridal party came and we, we were staying in like one of those, like one of the lock off rooms, you know, you think it's two queen rooms, two, two queen beds and a little, you know, a little couch area you get ready. The girl that did my makeup, she said she'd never stayed, tried to have anybody come in a room like this. The ceilings were church, cathedral ceilings. I, you, you can't make it up. It was complete pixie dusted. We were completely pixie dusted and it was amazing. I can't, I couldn't, we couldn't believe it. And all, all my get ready pictures, they, they came out so beautiful. We got, we were in the space. It was myself, my sister was my maid of honor, my mother. And then my four bridesmaids came the next day, my two aunts and my mother-in-law. And we all fit in there with room to spare. And there was three bathrooms. It was insane. It was absolutely insane. Wow. Oh, my gosh. So the whole day, I started at 530. And uh, hair and makeup started. My sister also does hair. So we woke up. She put my hair extensions in. And then our makeup girls arrived at 6. Hair and makeup. We had three of them. We used Leah Monty. She was fabulous. She came with two of her girls. So we had a lot of people working there. And all my bridesmaids and my my aunts and my cousin and my future mother-in-law, she had, they all had showed up just shortly after. Then immediately... I want to say about 6.30, I was in the chair, get hair and makeup done. I had my hair up and curls, and then we enjoyed it. Then my mother was going, then my sister went, so on and so forth. And with us staying at concierge service level, we had the opportunity to go down and grab some food. So that's where I actually saved some money, too. I didn't have to order anything to come up. We my actually, <laughs> It's such a funny picture I have. My aunt, two of my bridesmaids, and my sister, they went down, and they took a couple of those trays, and they just filled it up. They, everybody that was there was looking at them, you know, in bridesmaids, in bridesmaids robes, their hair's in, hair, all in curls, taking all the food and all the coffee. And they came back with platters on platters of food that they got. I didn't have to pay for because it, it would have been a pretty Disney penny. I mean, <laughs> tell you, we had muffins and bacon and eggs and bottles of water, orange juice, coffee, the works. It was delicious. We all had our hair and makeup done. We, had, we enjoyed the suite. We started getting ready. We had to leave the room. Well, we, we stayed in that one room the, the one night. So we had to check out by 11, but we were out of the room for 11 for to leave for pictures. And while we were getting ready, obviously, all the guys were there. We had all of them pick up the fellas. And they were get, taking pictures from about 10.30 to about 11.30. So I left. I had, we walked down with all of our bags. <laughs> Met my, I did a first look, actually, with my father. And I did the first look with him. It was about 11.30. My reception was 12 o'clock. Met him in the front of the hotel. It was beautiful. We both cried. <laughs> Had to keep it together. I chose the Rolls Royce. I just because I wanted to keep make sure. And I'm a nut with my hair and not makeup, obviously, as any bride is. I wanted to go from the hotel, hop right into the air conditioning, get right to the pavilion, get right inside. So my father got, and I got in the car at a, what would I say about at a quarter to twelve. Took the ride over to the pavilion. My mother and had met us there. She got in the car with all the girls. We walked down the the little uh, bridge to the pavilion, got into the bridal suite on the side. All the groomsmen went, bridesmaids, 12 o'clock. We're all set to go. The 12 o'clock bells ring. Beauty and the Beast plays. Tale as old as time. The doors open. Oh, I have a video when my guests, you hear them gasp when the doors open. It's, oh, it was, oh my God, I have chills. I have chills right now. <laughs> so we had our ceremony, 12 o'clock. That went for about, 20 minutes or so was perfect. Nothing, not too long, not too short. We had Reverend Kevin Knox, such a gentleman, such a well-spoken man. He was, he made it perfect. And he wore, and I'm Catholic, we're Catholic. He wore the whole Catholic drape, the whole robe. It was beautiful. Then we went on prismatically. We went to our pictures. We had a one o'clock reception. All of our guests made their way over there. One o'clock, they had the reception. We had met them after our pictures. We had a separate room for our cocktail hour. Then they had us come show us our room took my breath away I, it was beautiful we loved it 
Then we had a two o'clock reception. It was from two to six. It flew by. I kid you not. They tell you, you're not going to remember you, the, the day. You don't remember the time. The day, it flies. You got to enjoy every second of it. It was beautiful. And then we had a, when our reception ended at six o'clock. It was perfect. It, it, it wasn't too early, but it wasn't too late. And I did that on purpose, to be honest with you. I wanted the 12 o'clock ceremony, but the two to six o'clock reception was just enough where you could give your guests the rest of the night without going right home and feeling like, you know, something. You go home, you relax. And I <laughs> I got ahead of myself. I thought, you know, what? it's done at six. We'll check right back into the Grand Floridian. We have that night. Let's change. We're annual pass holders. Let's hop over to Magic Kingdom. Let's see the fireworks at night. No. <laughs> you don't jump the gun when you're the bride. You're, you are done after the wedding. We got back to the room. I showered and knocked out. <laughs> the day, it, it really flies. They tell you it's, it goes so fast your wedding day. And it really, it really does. I, I don't regret a thing, but it really does go fast. So enjoy every second, every second. <laughs> so when you were planning, what were some of the most important aspects where you focused your attention or your budget? We really wanted to focus our budget on the decor. We didn't want to skimp out on that and make it seem our room to look. I don't want to say the word cheap. I don't want to say cheap, but we really wanted to make it feel like we revamped the room. And when I walked into that room when they first showed us, it was breathtaking. I mean, breathtaking. We wanted to focus our money on decor, the food. Definitely wanted to keep the food. And then the, the all around, maybe the floral also. I didn't want to cheap out on that because I wanted it to be, because you, you go to these weddings and you go to weddings in New York and the, the centerpieces are out of this world. And I mean, the florists here and there aren't the same and they don't produce the same work. And I'm not saying that in a negative way. I'm saying they don't do the baboom you would get in New York. And you know, you would not, and I wanted to put my money towards where the floral really popped. And I did that. I did the high lows at the centerpieces. I really wanted to focus on that wow factor for the guests. And then what aspects were less important where you saved some money or effort? We didn't add too much entertainment. Like I said, I, I don't regret it. I mean, we, it wasn't a priority of mine to have Mickey Minnie come. I, I really kept it minimal on the entertainment in that spectrum. But that's, you know, for my family here that, were, that went, that's just the basic wedding you would get, you know, inside having a wedding here or in Florida. You go, you have a DJ. I didn't want to have like a band or anything. So I really, you know, we, we focused there. Got it. What ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day? The anxiety that builds up to getting to the pavilion, the doors opening. I didn't have a first look with my husband, but I did with my father. We got ready. My father met us. They had all the, all the men got, had their pictures taken at the Grand Floridian. And my father stayed behind. All the guys went ahead. And I did that big reveal with him. And that's what I always wanted to do. That, that, that real gasp and that teary eyed from my dad. And I loved it. We got in the Rolls Royce. We drove away together. But all that anticipation building up to getting to the pavilion, you get in there and it's the time just goes so fast. You overhear the music going like, oh, that's the guy's music they're going through. Then the, the mother's music comes on and then the bridesmaid's music come on. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I'm like, this is happening now. They're going. I said, I'm next. <laughs> so you get you get there just when the doors open and we saw each other. We looked at each other. We're crying. We're looking. That moment just made the, the made everything worth it. You know, once we got to that point, it was smooth sailing from there. All the anticipation was built up and it was everything I hoped it'd be. Oh, that's so great to hear. Now, did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? To be honest, it's going to sound cliche, but everything went smooth sailing. And I thank God everything went the way it did. Besides that little hiccup the night before checking in, 
everything else went smooth with the grain reproduction. I, I do have to say there was also another little hiccup in my pictures. When I send you, you'll see uh, the Grimsman when they were taking their pictures, they were running behind on our flower delivery. And a couple of the pictures were taken without their boot and hairs. And I was extremely upset about that while getting ready. And I heard that the flowers weren't here yet. They're taking pictures. And I said, why are they so late? And I'm I had all the intention to call them back and ask for money back because I didn't have my pictures, my flowers for my pictures, but the day came and went and, I was just appreciative it happened, and I never called and made a big deal about it. But that's the only thing that that would have that got me mad, to be honest. Just those little boutonnieres not getting there for those pictures in time, but it's okay. The pictures are gorgeous. And was there anything that seemed like a big deal beforehand, or you were worried about, and then it turned out not to be a big deal? I made a big deal about everybody getting ready in the timeline, and I was just a psycho about it. And I wanted to make sure that everyone, I, I'm such a control freak, to be honest with you. I wanted to control the guys without being with them and control the girls while being on top of it, while trying to enjoy the day and remember every minute. Honestly, everything went according to plan and I just had to like let loose a little more, you know? I just had to like, just enjoy the moment and let be let it be what it was and everything came out fine. Oh, good. Is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now? I wouldn't harp on the little things because you know what, however it is the day of, you're just going to roll with the punches anyway. And the little things that you think are so big at the time of, it literally turns into nothing. It's the most minimal little thing. When I walked down the aisle, my blusher wasn't on just because of the heat of the moment. And it was so crazy. And I just walked down with the blusher behind me with my veil and never thought about it. And then I got up there and it was on my head and it almost started falling where my sister had to take it off. And it was just like a little hiccup. And it's, it was literally nothing of, it was nothing the day of. So I make nothing of the little, the, the little things, you know, it's, it's silly. <laughs> <laughs> That's good advice. Do you have any other tips or advice for future Disney couples? Work together. Don't assume, you know, just get each other's opinions. Go, go to the, you know, I know they're probably not going to have the expos like they did, unfortunately, but all those wedding sessions and you, you you get on those calls do them together because it's your day you know you're sharing it you don't want to just say oh that's what I wanted I, when Matt and I were planning the wedding I wanted to make sure he had just as much input as I did I if I was aggravated I wanted him aggravated <laughs> if he was happy I wanted to be happy you know if he was upset I want to be upset when you do those things together really make it your day together don't just say Oh, I want pink flowers because I always wanted pink flowers. If you want purple and he said blue, you're going to come to an agreement together because it's not just your day. It's, it's both of your day. You're going to, you take it for what it is and enjoy it for the most of it. That's great advice. Well, Lauren, I think you've offered a lot of great advice for anyone who's planning an event at Walt Disney World. And I appreciate your taking the time. Oh, absolutely. It's it's so much fun. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, Check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com. <laughs>